Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here for episode number 46. It's actually Saturday around early afternoon, let's say, and I am here recording for yesterday, which was Friday. Now, Friday was a day off, which was nice. We have a four-day planned weekend, or I should say a planned four-day weekend. No snow days involved this time. So it means I also have Monday off, President's Day. It's nice to have a little winter break. And for my reflection on yesterday and how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open, I decided to write out the first part. And I'm writing this out in the style that a little book that I discovered at my library, of course, called Simple Pleasures, in the style that the author of that writes reflections, little reflections, simple reflections, about everyday occurrences and everyday actions and so forth. And if you want to go back and listen to my reflection about simple pleasures, that would be episode number 32. But here I am today, episode 46. I'm glad you're here with me as I share with you my written reflection in the spirit of simple pleasures. It's a day off of work, but not really a day off. You woke up early to take your son to his all-day event. Rather than go home only to have to come back six hours later, you chose to stay in the neighborhood. As you need to get projects graded and lessons planned, you have a secondary choice to make. Get coffee and work in the busy coffee shop. Forgo the coffee and work in the quieter library. For this time, you opt for the library. This isn't your neighborhood branch, which you know well. Rather, it's a branch you visited, but haven't spent much time in, besides to quickly browse the new bookshelf. You enter the room where the new books are shelved. After a look at that shelf, you really can never resist this, can you? You then look for a place to sit where you can plug in your laptop. Those armchairs look comfortable, and there is an outlet in the floor next to each one. But your computer would have to be a true laptop if you worked in those chairs. So you ask the librarian at the reference desk where the best place is to plug in and work. She smiles at you and points up and behind you. The large reading room has a small second floor area. How have you not noticed this space before? You look up and see individual desk carols there next to which the librarian assures you there is a plug. And so you venture up the steps, find a desk, plug in, and work for a while. It's now afternoon. After you left the library, you met a friend for lunch. Following those two hours of good food and conversation, you still have 90 minutes until your son is done and you can take him home. This time, you opt to work in the coffee shop, as an afternoon burst of caffeine sounds good right about now. As quiet and empty the library was in the morning, this chain coffee shop is buzzing and full. After paying a couple bucks to have your reusable mug filled with Java juice, you look for a place to sit and plug in. This time it's your phone that needs to be charged, as your teacher work now is old school paper grading. 
As there are fewer outlets here, it will take you a while as you hunt and then wait until a table is vacated. You plug in, you sit and work for an hour or so, and are struck by how different your morning work time and space was than where you now work in the afternoon. The public library, though less popular and fresh coffee-free, was quiet and conducive to getting your work done. Yet the coffee shop is vibrant, and sitting there you feel in the center of the larger community's action. But there was a price of admission to this private business space. The library didn't ask you to pay to sit and work. It just needs your vote when the next funding initiative is on the ballot. As the biblical writer wrote centuries ago, there is a time for everything. For you today, the time was quiet work in the morning and work in the buzz of the community in the afternoon. If you'll stay with me through this short break, I'll reflect a little bit on God's presence in this experience. Well, thank you very much for staying with me through that break. So, presence in those two different spaces. I definitely felt it yesterday. Regular listeners to the podcast will know how much I love public libraries. I've talked about our main library, which is not actually the main Columbus Library, which is downtown. Rather, the Westerville Library, if you are familiar with the area, is the place where I hang out the most. In fact, most Sunday afternoons, I found myself working there. Rather, this was a different library down in a place close to where I work, where I teach. And it was different, again, not knowing the library and having to discover a place to work. But I liked it. And it was quiet, mostly, I should say. I didn't include this in the written part, but there was a gentleman, a guy, really. I'll reserve the gentleman for other people who maybe have better manners. But there was a guy in this space who was on a conference call or some kind of a webinar or something. So he was talking most of the time. Not loudly. And I did have my headphones on. But still, you know, it kind of ruined the moment a little bit. And then working in the coffee shop in the afternoon, it was vibrant, like I said. And this is a coffee shop where I go pretty regularly and sometimes, oftentimes, actually run into my students there because it's not far from where I teach. But this day, because school was not in session, I guess the students were elsewhere and I had that privacy. And although it was buzzing with activity, I actually kind of felt sleepy there, which was ironic because it was much more loud and engaging than uh, the library was in the morning. But I think both of those spaces are important. You know, we don't really have that many public spaces where we can go and work, or we can go and chat with a friend, or we can go and just read. And I know that stores like a big chain bookstore that has two last names together I'm not going to say it here. I do try to de-emphasize specific businesses and corporations and whatnot here on the podcast. 
But that chain wants you to come and read and drink coffee and sit and work. And I think there's a part, place for that. But that is too much of a business. And you got to pay to take the books home. That's what I love about the library. It's free. Free. Did I say free? Yes. Now, everything has a cost. And as I mentioned in my reflection, at least around here, they need your vote when a levy or when a funding initiative comes up. And more often than not, I think they do easily get the votes because what a great idea. What a great place. What a great innovation for every time, not just our times. And you might say, well, hey, more and more things are done digitally and there's digital books and audiobooks, and you can do all your research via the device in your pocket, whatever it might be. But I still think that public space to sit and read and work and be is vital. And that's why I really would pick the library over the coffee shop any day because, again, Although I minimize the expense at the coffee shop by getting just the basic coffee in my reusable mug, which I've talked about already on this podcast and multiple times, actually, it's still a price of admission and it's still supporting a corporation, which I don't have a problem with if the corporation is good and just and provides something of value and quality. And this particular corporation, I think, certainly does. And there is a time and a place where I will choose that over the library. But again, I think libraries are inherently a sign and a means of God's presence in the world. Because look at what they offer. They offer community. They offer hospitality. They offer learning and knowledge and growth. Wisdom as well. Lots and lots of books there on wisdom. And also they're an example, really, of a community's wisdom the value of investing in a place like a public library and not just investing the bare bones minimum. I've lived a lot of places and there are quite a few communities that invest as little as possible in their library. But thankfully, gratefully, where I live here in central Ohio, that's not the case. In fact, communities invest, I wouldn't say lavishly. Our libraries aren't palaces, nor should they ever be, but they invest well. And therefore, they are places of quality and places of, I think, grace. So, as we conclude, how about your library? How often do you go? How do you support it? How much do you utilize its services, both within its walls and its digital, which I would imagine are increasing, its digital resources outside of its walls, maybe even accessible through your own phone or laptop from home or wherever you might find yourself. And how, in the midst of all of that, is it a sign and a conduit vehicle, if you will, of God's presence in the world, in your life, and in your heart and your experience? Thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.